Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. And good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, good Wednesday afternoon. I cannot believe today is Wednesday. I'm Tina Cosby, and of course, yes, today is Wednesday. Uh, and our new number is 317-972-3008. We want you to write it down, uh, lock it in, commit it to memory, any or all of the above. Uh, just know that our new number is 317-972-3008. Um, also new for 2024, we have a new technical producer for the show. He has filled in for us before. You've heard me call his name. Now he is with us for good. AJ, welcome aboard. Very happy to have you officially with us going forward. Happy first day uh, on the show, AJ. Glad to have you here. Um, and um, I would also like to say thank you to our former technical producer, Sky, uh, who is moving on to some exciting new chapters in her life. And we wish her all the best with that. And we truly do uh, thank her for being with us these past four years and for all that she has done uh, for the show. Sky was really uh, something else. And again, uh, congratulations on your new chapter and uh, good luck. Uh, to you. So lots of new developments to share with you, uh, but lots of important business to get back to um, as we get going here again in 2024. And back with us to help us do just that is our contributing analyst, James Patterson. James. Welcome back, James, and Happy New Year. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, happy New Year to you, Tina. Uh, that oh, sounds you. just great. I'm I'm excited about the year to come and look forward to some um, unforeseen things that we've yeah. never uh, participated in or experienced before. Well, every year brings yeah. that, doesn't it? You know, yeah, each new year. Absolutely. Yeah, looking forward. Uh, you know, 2023 was a good one um, in, in a lot of ways. It's challenging in a lot of ways. Uh, unfortunate in a lot of ways. All of the feels. I mean, it, it had it all. Uh, yeah, it as 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 typically those twelve month blocks of time do. So, uh, but uh, the slate is clean. Got a fresh start for twenty twenty four, and really uh, looking forward to making it, doing our best to make it a good one. So, um, your holiday, how was it? It was nice, um, quiet. Um, had to um, had to be a little careful. I was with some family members Mm -hmm. on Christmas Day, uh, a couple of whom Mm -hmm. came down with with COVID. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about that later, but the Mm. the threat of of COVID, RSV, and flu, the triple threat, they say, is real, and Mm -hmm. it's growing, and Mm -hmm. there's more hospitalizations, and there are uh, more people seeking care for those respiratory diseases, and they're unfortunately are resulting in more deaths. So, yeah, it it it. I won't say I was afraid, but uh, it made me a lot mm. more sober-minded about what's happening out yeah. there. It just seems, Tina, that we can't kick this COVID nineteen. 
Well, yeah, uh, COVID, but, you know, there there seems to be a, a high uh, frequency, a, l- a large number of uh, flu cases and other nasty viral things uh, going around uh, as well as we emerge from the COVID emergency status that we've, uh, you know, just kind of clearing ourselves from not even a good year and a half. Now. But, you know, it it hasn't just been uh, COVID, but COVID is COVID didn't go anywhere. You're right. Um, because I know um, we had I had some nice family gatherings as well. But, you know, some of us got and we all test, you know, thank thankfully it wasn't COVID. But there was a, you know, virus, even a, like a 24. I had a 24 hour stomach uh, virus, um, uh, stomach flu that, that that came and left as fast, you know, left as fast as it came, but it was kind of miserable for those 24 hours. Uh, yeah. And, and you know, and what, what I understand from uh, health officials is that uh, the onslaught of the COVID, the, the RSV, the flu, and all the other things, that um, probably was culminating right after the Thanksgiving uh, gatherings. So yeah. I guess we can expect to see some kind of a spike after all the Christmas givings, a bigger one. Um, yeah. uh, because people get to more people get together for Christmas. Well, maybe, I don't know, just as many, if not. But. Uh, <laughs> No, yeah. So, uh, but right before we left, though, James, you may recall, um, Dr. Kane was uh, talking about uh, she was just about to start uh, implementing visitor restrictions at uh, Central Indiana Marion County uh, participating hospitals, and then you know got a, a, a notice today from the VA that they too. Uh, the government hospital, Veterans Administration, um, we're going to go to visitor uh, restrictions, temporary restrictions for visitors, uh, because the numbers are just spiraling a little bit higher than, than health officials are comfortable with, a lot higher than what health officials are comfortable with. Yeah, in, in Dr. Kane's uh, case uh, mm-hmm. that you just mm-hmm. mentioned, um, uh, this applies particularly to uh, well, all hospitals in Marion County, because she's, uh-huh. um, you know, Marion uh, County Health Commissioner. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but particularly um, at the Sydney and Lois Eskenazi Hospital, mm-hmm. here are, are, are the. Are, I don't know if you've mentioned. I don't think you have a couple of the restrictions. Yeah. No visitors with symptoms of illness, such as uh, sudden onset of fever, mm-hmm. cough, cough, headache, mm-hmm. muscle and joint pain, throat, and runny, runny nose. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for, for people who are experiencing those symptoms, they will not be allowed in. No visitors under the age of 18 as well. And these other hospitals are picking up those restrictions and mask mandates in the hospital. I know there's such an outcry from certain segments of the community when we have mask mm-hmm. mandates in public places like stores and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in, in other public government buildings. But uh, hospitals can mandate whether or not uh, you wear a mask while visiting that facility and some of them are beginning to implement i read this morning those restrictions as well yeah yeah um i i think time for the 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 political because that's the they were so politicized you know Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. and and that's that's got to stop because we now know it's it's a health uh, you know it's a health precaution it's it has nothing to do with whether you're d r i or whatever uh it's it's strictly for your health so um folks, yeah, that COVID-19 yeah. and RSV, the respiratory disease and mm-hmm. flu, they don't check at your throat no. or at your mouth mm-hmm. when no. you are a Republican, Democrat, no. or independent. No, no, no. They go so, right on in. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I guess this one... Um, 
these went into effect uh, right before Christmas. Um, and as you say, visitors, at least 18, uh, if you have symptoms, um, you know, you're asked to keep a mask on and, and don't visit, you know, certain areas. This is Eskenazi. Um, yeah. And uh, and so on and so forth. So, um, and if you need to make special arrangements, if a, if a particular patient uh, uh, has to be cared for by family and nurses, which sometimes that happens, uh, you can make special arrangements, but they have to be made um uh, through that health care facility. So, yeah, well, yeah. I, I don't know what the nursing homes are doing or... Uh, I, I don't either. I, yeah, I, I do know that, that the the level of um, mm-hmm. hospitalizations now uh, is has risen to the same as it was last February. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that was almost yeah. a year ago in the middle of the winter like we are now. Yeah. And, I mean... Uh, whoever you are, you're probably going mm-hmm. to know somebody or do know somebody yeah. who is coming down with one of these mm-hmm. diseases. So yeah. my my advice would be caution. Don't you know? I know everybody mm-hmm. wants to see your pretty face, but yeah. please well, uh, consider that mask. Mm-hmm. And and whether it's COVID, the flu, stomach virus, or any, let, let's remember the the COVID uh, protocol, which you know which crosses you know goes across all lines you know first and foremost keep up with your vaccinations um wash you know hand washing meaningful hand washing sing happy birthday or one chorus of happy birthday or something along those lines distancing um you know yeah that's you laugh but there are people that want to be on your shoulder in the group even when you're in self-checkout just scoot back i put my cart between myself and somebody else it's like come on give me the room give me the room and so um you know so that and then um you know just uh masking uh if you have to and i have started masking again uh in the stores i i have and and, you know i just have and until this this wave passes but um we we need a really hard face you know you know me tina you're like yeah you well you 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 never you you don't take yours off (laughs) i've never taken mine off you've never taken it off washing hands is a good one um Uh you know that's the the doctors and the nurses tell us do it constantly a lot of people Mm -hmm. don't do it when i worked for a large department store chain which i will not name since i haven't heard that they're advertising on the station (laughs) but (laughs) but they Uh. they made us when we went to the bathroom they taught us they trained us Mm -hmm. to wash your hands for 30 seconds count 1001 1002 1003 and so Mm -hmm. forth yeah all the way to 30. or one course a happy birthday and that's supposed to take 30 seconds all the way to 30 yeah those are good those are all no those are all whatever gets you there you know whatever gets you there Uh, i heard that one no no uh you know at one there was a a time when i had gotten really 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 sick and i had to come home with an an iv and my mom was there uh helping care for me and um they were showing her because she had to wear a mask and because i developed this really bad infection anyway she had to um uh, they had they, they taught her that, and they were saying instead of counting, just sing one chorus of happy birthday. So I remember, uh, you know, looking over and, and you see my mom singing happy birthday to the mirror as she was washing her hands, and it, it was you know this is a desired amount of time. So she wanted to make yeah. sure she did it. So, but yeah, yeah, it. But yeah, just remember, COVID taught us a lot of stuff uh, that we mm-hmm. should be remembering anyway. So um, 
James, our first caller, should there be any other? Should there be any other? <laughs> first, I can guess. I well, can guess. well, I don't know. I don't know. You may not guess who this one is, but we're certainly honored and happy that he is our first caller of 2024. Okay. Uh, the Reverend Dr. Thomas Brown, ladies and gentlemen. How are you, Dr. Brown? The good I'm Reverend so, Dr. Thomas Brown. Uh, just, just please, Tom Brown. <laughs> Tom Brown, okay. <laughs> to, to, to you, to you and James, year. I'm doing fine. I, I, I agree with you. I still wear the mask. Uh-huh. I, mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. heard you. I said, let me just give mm-hmm. them a call because I was in the studio last Saturday. Uh-huh. And I said, Tina and James, they, they haven't come in yet until Wednesday, but... Well, we were we were all in together la- the Wednesday before. Okay. Yeah, we were all yeah, in Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting, beautiful place, isn't it? Oh my goodness! Yeah. How did you like? What'd you think? What'd you think? I'm still trying to figure out which way to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it, there's a couple of twists and turns here. James, what did what did you think? I thought it was uh, a very nice, um, I'd say, you know, what's the word I want to I mean, just a very upscale professional yeah. facility. Yeah. I liked yeah. the view uh, from that from the floor that you're on. Yeah. Um, I liked the office layout. Um, the students. <laughs> what, you laugh, you laugh, why, why, Miss? Why, Dr. Brown? I'm, I'm laughing because uh, you're giving a description much better than I could because I kept saying, is this me up here? Where, where, <laughs> where am I? Yeah, I, uh, yeah. It, 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 you're yeah. doing a good job, James. You're yeah. doing a good job. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it's beautiful. And, and I might say it, it's, I'm thankful. Uh-huh. For, for Tina, especially Community Connection, shows like yours, Harambe, that runs on Saturday morning. I'm thankful to God that he opened those doors, uh, you know, with Radio One. And, and I just, I just, I just, you know, uh, praise and thank God for the opportunity. But it, it's a long, been a long time coming. Uh, but they, now, Tina, correct me, they, they had it once before, correct, on the, on the circle? Yeah, but yeah. the roles were switched, though. They, we, yeah. they owned us. Now we own, you know, yeah, we were owned, and now we are the owners. Ownership. Ownership, ownership switched. Yeah, ownership switched. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's, she's very correct, because back in that time, uh-huh. uh, we were the renters, and that's a whole nother history. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it is, Dr. Brown. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's really, it's time. It's time, and and hopefully more comes about to make it fair for people who have, you know, who have been running behind. Frankly, I mean, let's just be honest. Uh, the whole, you, you look at the, the Urban League report on the state of Black America in uh, 2022. Mm-hmm. The one, the last one we saw. I can't wait to see the one for 2023. We're behind, and you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I just to tell the truth. We're behind in in home ownership uh, uh, minorities. We're we're behind in wealth gap in the wealth gap. We're behind in education opportunities. We're behind in job opportunities. So it's time. It's time. James, you sound very prophetic. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, I just want to tell no. the truth, and the truth will set you free, as, as somebody said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, no, very good, very good. I, I, you sound prophetic. I, I, I don't want to, you, you all are excellent journalists, excellent uh, participants with your, with your skills and your gifts, and, and I appreciate just listening to, 
to you all's presentations because they're not really, from my perspective, critical, but you give very good analytical uh, uh, descriptions, and you well, challenge people to think. Well, likewise, your your program. Absolutely, I you had likewise. The, the great, uh, the great, great, great. Did I say it three times? Niece of Harriet Tubman. I mean, yeah. who who does that? Who, who gets oh, that? that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who gets that? Yeah, Tommy yeah. Brown does. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, yes, but I, I I listen to you when I'm in the car, so nobody mm-hmm. bothers me. And uh, <laughs> listening to you talk about everybody wearing masks, and that mm-hmm. is true in the health field because I'm doing some work with Marion County, the Minority Health Coalition, because one other virus that's kicking is HIV. Oh, uh, yeah. tell us about yeah. it, Dr. Brown. Yeah. Well, why is it kicking? Well, understand, and everything you all were talking about, COVID and that kind of dynamic, mm-hmm. these various viruses are unique because they mutate. Mm-hmm. And, and and you know, James and that's Tina. That's what COVID, that's what COVID does. Yeah, and that's what it, See, I started, uh, okay, don't panic. I started dealing with HIV AIDS in 1977, 78, 79. And yeah. we weren't hardly saying AIDS. I knew Ryan White's mother. Oh. Yeah, Jeannie. What's her name? Jeannie. Or Jean, her yeah, Jean, her name is Jeannie. Name Jeannie uh, she yeah, passed she's, away, I think. No, no, no. No, Jeannie. No, she's still alive? She's, oh, my goodness, yes. Yes, and, don't and, put her away Yeah, she thing. is quite the advocate. <laughs> quite the advocate. Yeah. I mean, she has just taken off and soared uh, since um, the passing of her son mm-hmm. uh, and will not let it go. So, yes, yeah, she's she's quite involved. Well, quite involved, my yeah. apologies no, to no, Jeannie. That, she's still alive. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I would say that she not only is the advocate mm-hmm. she she stood up for her son when people ostracized him and he didn't get mm-hmm. it in in a way which people look down on which is sexual transmission no no he, he got it through uh trans trans transfusion did he not uh, uh, transfusion. Yeah, it, yeah transfusion he, hemophilia yeah. he was a hemophiliac yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and and a lot of lot of people back in those days were experiencing it through mm-hmm. that because it was going through the, that's what took Arthur Ashe out yep yeah. yep I, yeah. I mean I could go on and on but and, and and we try to maintain confidentiality in regard to that because within the black mm-hmm. experience you all know it got stigmatized into mm-hmm. the consciousness mm-hmm. uh, based on the behavior tied into what sex but mm-hmm. the whole dynamic is it was across all experiences of of personalities and mm. then and and then the early 80s we developed a program when i say we working with uh, julia carson and indiana age fund mm-hmm. called bridging the gap mm-hmm. and yeah. that initiative took it to with the robert woods johnson foundation took it to another dimension of trying to inform people of what to do and what not to do and and see also drugs was very intense. I was going to say drug HIV yeah. yes oh my oh, goodness my intravenous God, drug use yes Ooh, with them. And, and women I know Dr. Brown's going to get to this but Tina and, and Dr. Brown women now that that's where a lot of the growth I understand in HIV AIDS is 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 
is is becoming evident. Is that is that That true is not? correct, James. You're one hundred percent right mm. and it's being done because we are not educating because now because of the mutation Mm-hmm. Because of the mutation dynamic of that, the fact is there are a lot of women who can carry the, the uh, HIV for long times, and they can have children, and a lot of children being born with the virus because they have not had what we call testing. Mm-hmm. The mutation process has created a, 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 a well, let's say, a continuum for that virus, just like the, uh, the, uh, the COVID virus. And and look how long it took them to deal with the eight, uh, the viruses related to what hepatitis. Yeah. Think about the 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 cycle of viruses and HIV. Now they got how many times you look at TV, they got all kind of things. To once you have the virus, you can live a full long life with certain kind of medications. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those those cocktails mm-hmm. or whatever, and some of them they're claiming you can get to the point where you are undetectable. They cannot there detect you go. that virus. You're dead on it. There you go. Yeah, undetectable. Go. So, um, yeah, I haven't been able to cure it, but have made it a, a you know a livable chronic um, yeah. you know disease, not unlike a lot of other chronic conditions. Uh, and part go. of part of the difficulty in in coming up with a cure is that mutation uh, cycle um, that yeah. is just so hard to keep up with and keep it keeping uh, you know keep in front of. It's just difficult. Yeah. It's, so you, I mean, you got your platform. You all have a. Uh, an excellent opportunity to just how do we educate our people to be health minded mm. as well as they are social minded be health minded mm. in your social capacities mm. yeah um, yeah i mean and uh, you know it's 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 tough it, it's really hard um because it, it's hard to get people to believe how di- how damaging to them that that diseases like HIV, even COVID and RSV now, you've got that respiratory disease that's yeah. popping up in children, in children. Yeah. Yes. And it's hard to get them to, to, to break off from their normal routines and pay attention, but that you're doing a, a good job in trying to spread that word. I hear you talking about it on your program, too. Yeah, we're trying to get the faith-based. Now, you know those are challenges, trying to yeah. get the faith-based community involved and get leadership and participation of just taking advantage and testing, getting the testing, and and I have to give credit to, I call her my sister, Dr. Virginia Kane and her various teams who emphasize, let's make this happen, and we keep it in confidentiality. Nobody need to know. Why why the difficulty with the faith-based community and getting getting uh, some traction there with the the notice and the uh, awareness? Okay, I'll put it this way and then you all can shoot it down. <laughs> In our faith initiatives there there's amount of the word fear has a lot of power. Okay. Just think about it. You uh, uh Tina, your Tina, your background is from the Catholic tradition, right? 
No, no, United Methodist. Okay. <laughs> so, similar. Okay, okay I'm, I'm being funny. No, it, it, it's quite similar. Methodology. Methodology, yes. Yes. No, no we, I know her. Well, no, you know. I know what you know saying. what? Uh, but here, the, what Dr. Brown is talking about is that they're, uh, the majority of my family is Catholic. Because yeah. my father had, my cousin, so to speak, my father had, had eight sisters, and I think seven of the eight married Catholic men, so I grew up with Catholic cousins and Catholic aunts and uncles and Catholic, although the church I grew up in was uh, United Methodist. United Methodist. Yeah. And yeah. I finished uh, my my uh, uh, graduate studies mm-hmm. with the United Methodist up at Northwestern. Okay, okay. And, uh, but again, but I, it's not unsimilar. I, I, I see what you're saying, though. It's yeah. not too... What, let's yeah, but why, why, why? Why, Dr. Brown, I think what she's trying to get to, why is it it's such a, yeah. a, an issue in any, with, uh, with the religious yeah. community yeah. Um, in, in, in dealing with this? Uh, because of the first word is fear. I'm just, mm-hmm. And you'll, you'll be playing with fear for the next many of your shows because of what's going on with the violence and all of that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the fear. But I, I, I'll put it in this category. Within the black experience, the whole idea of fear and the circumstances in the black experience has been related to, I almost call it just misinformation about the fact of sexual behavior. Mm-hmm. And, and then that whole sexual behavior got exploited by a lot of misinformation that it was tied into the gay community or the communities in what we would call religious circles of music. And I can Yeah, but that. it's just like anything else. I mean, it, it may have started in the same-sex community, but because of human relations and human relationships uh, and, you know, the, pra- the, the practices that people use and don't use, mm-hmm. uh, you know, while those, in, during those relationships, it spreads. It That's spreads right. to heterosexual. Okay. It's, and heterosexual, we play with two words. Heterosexual, and what's the other word? Bisexual. Mm-hmm. And that's not a discussion that faith leaders will talk about when it comes to uh, dealing with our relationships sexually. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. That, that's, kind of, that's kind of a hush-hush dynamic. And, the, and there are many persons within what I would call the a Caucasian race, really saying the white race, that while I've been working in it, it was very, very rich and strong. Mm. And, I mean, in high places. Mm -hmm. But neither that, the whole platform of what we call religious and religions and sex are all intertwined in various and many stories Mm -hmm. of Scripture. Oh, well, yeah. No. Oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, hey, 317 972 3008. 317 972 3008. 317 972 3008. Want to let y'all noodle on that. But you know what, though, Dr. Brown? The, see, the, the fact that uh, we, you know, we had to let that sink in for just a second because I don't think enough people acknowledge that and pay attention yeah. to that. And and as you say, that is as much a part of faith-based training, regardless of your denomination. Amen. Then, as anything, and yet, yeah. and yet, and still, it's 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 an uncomfortable it's an uncomfortable yeah, lane. It is. Yeah. Uncomfortable. 
the word we use is a stigma. Stigma, yes. Stigma is mm-hmm. associated. Associated stigma. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a stigma. So I didn't want to take it that far, but uh, mm-hmm. you all were very aware of the whole history and religion out of your biblical mm-hmm. uh, profile. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all you can do. All you do is, yeah. like, well, I'll fill you in. Just look at David, King David of Israel, and, and his family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Read that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Mar- Marvin wants to jump in here. Uh, Marvin, how are you? Happy Happy New Year, Tina and James, and welcome back. Thank happy you. New happy Year, New Year Marvin. Marvin. Happy New yeah, Year. I'm glad you're having those conversations because there's uh, there's something we, I'm gonna start wearing my mask again because this is the second time I've been sick with something, and I'm like, okay, it's time to put the mask back on. Yeah, um, yeah. And I know that I'm here, and I had a meeting tonight that they moved from in person to Zoom, and I'm assuming that's because of. Uh, Yes. You yes. know, whatever's going on and that's, going That's around. happening a lot, Marvin. You're right. Yes. Yep. And I, I just want to tell my community, take care of your health about the Monday after Thanksgiving, about two weeks before my 45th birthday, Tina and James, I had a light stroke. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I was at work and my, my mouth went numb and started tingling. And I started walking like I was drunk. Now, me just being a man, I just told myself whatever's going on is going to work itself out. So I didn't go to the hospital. My ex-wife actually had to make me go the next day. She's like, you're not going back to work. You're going to uh, the hospital. And they did the test and CAT scan and said, well, you had a light stroke. Well, come to find out, blood pressure, you know. And so I just want to tell people, and that was, I was 44, two weeks away from my 45th birthday. And I just want to tell people, you know, take care of your health and, and, you know, get your checkups. And if something goes wrong, don't be a fool like me and say, well, whatever it is, it'll work itself out. Now, I thank God I was only in the hospital two days. Just now I'm starting to have some issues where when I'm holding stuff on my left side, that was the side that was mm-hmm. kind of affected. My hand shakes, you know, mm-hmm. and so I'm, I'm having to do some, you know, some uh, physical therapy yeah. or that, but... Yeah, but I just want to tell people to make sure you're checking up on your health. Like they said, high blood pressure is a silent killer. Mm -hmm. I thank God that it was not as bad for me, you know, but now I'm at risk of, you know, having another stroke. They say once you have one, you're at risk for another one. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to make those lifestyle changes and do things that I need to do. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I just... uh, I want to thank God for this show. I, I'm, I'm glad you all are down there in the high rent section downtown now. <laughs> <laughs> and back on the circle. And, you know, I'm hoping. I wanted to just say one more thing, Tina. I was reading about Baltimore. I said Indianapolis needs to check out what Baltimore is doing down that city. They used to average over 300 homicides a year. And, under you know, they have an African-American mayor down there. They dropped last year about a hundred homicides. Now that that that's that is that's, that's, that's really amazing. good. Yeah, that, and, and it's how the community, the police, the nonprofit community—they're all working together down there, and they're seeing real results. I know we dropped here, you know, which was kind of you know, as they say, because the pandemic. But this was a mm. for them. It was an amazing. I think it's like in thirteen years they've never had less than 300 mm. homicides and they dropped over 100. So I was just going to say, when you and James get a chance, read up on whatever, what Baltimore is doing down there to really come back gun violence. And I'm mm. hoping the city of Indianapolis will look at what they're doing and maybe we can bring some of those strategies here. But what we have to have start happening, because we already saw we had a violent, you know, New mm. Year's 
coming in. We're going to have to. We got to start working together. You know, and and and, and so and I think uh, you know during Kwanzaa you talk and I, I might mm-hmm. not get it right, but I think it's you, Jamma, that is yeah. collective work and responsibility, mm-hmm. working together. Everybody wants to start a nonprofit. You know, there's mentoring organizations that are already open. Maybe go join and help them so that we can streamline some of the resources mm-hmm. so you don't have a thousand people trying to compete for one grant. You're working together for the betterment of our community. And so, yeah, I wish everybody a happy new year. And I just wanted to call in because, you know, it's very rare I'm off that I get to listen to my show anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to it. on. I'll go to Praise India and, you know, listen to it. When that, because for like the lap, but I understand now because towards the end of the year, a lot of them weren't getting posted on there. But I, you all were moving and had a lot going on. But I always try to go back and listen to the show. But I just, I wish everybody a happy new year. And I just, and you know, I, I got a little angst because of this presidential election year. You know, you just keep looking at if you don't believe white privilege exists, you have a man like Donald Trump who realistically has the chance to become the president again after all the things that he's done. So I, I've got a little angst about this president presidential election, but I had to tell myself it's in God's hands. I'm going to do my part to try to keep that that lunatic mm-hmm. out of the, yeah. the, the mm-hmm. office again, but everybody have a great year, and let's just try to do our best mm-hmm. to make Indianapolis and our country and our world a better place to live. Well, Marvin, you Thank stay you. stay great. well, and I'm yeah. so glad you're on the mend. You, yeah. you, uh, yeah. We're really yeah. happy that you're yeah. here. I, Tina, I just put him down for my prayer list. Indeed, so we're, we're indeed. Get together with my indeed. prayer group, and we pray for him. But he, he mentioned, uh, Tina, Dr. Mm-hmm. Brown, Marvin mentioned about the hypertension. That's yeah. another one. That's another one yeah. that do something about. Yeah. I mean, that's a top one, uh, James and yeah. Tina. That high blood pressure, yeah. I mean, that's a top one. Do yeah. you hear me? Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. yeah, do that. So, no, no, you're you're right. And, and Dr. Brown, I don't think we have repeated in a long time. We, we talk about the COVID protocol, uh, distancing, hand washing, uh, you know, masking. Uh, talk about, you know, hypertension, get your blood pressure checked on the regular. You can just, you know, slide into one of those chairs the next time you're in Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, hey, yeah. or whatever. Hey, Tina and James, I have one here at the house. Oh, I do, too. I was taking mine and last I night. I mine I in taking... the morning, and this morning, yeah. I'll just share, this morning, it was 122 over 70. Oh, that's good. You go ahead, you Dr. Go Dr. Brown. <laughs> and, you know, my, my doctor gave me a range to look for, uh, and, and you know, for mine, too. And he told me to take it first thing in the morning, and I take it. I Sometimes I take it. If, if I get a headache, I take it. Cause I'm like, yeah. gonna... I mean, we, we got to watch. Wait, salt, watch the salt, the yeah, salt is, does yeah. a lot of damage. Yeah, it does. And that, that raises does. that blood pressure up. And there's yeah. other things in the diet that we can just, we can take care of we Minimize, ourselves. yeah, ourselves. Yeah. So, Dr. Brown, the, uh, the the protocol for, you know, the prevention of HIV AIDS. Um, remember, uh, there, there was a phrase, safe sex, and, and you don't hear that anymore. But you don't hear it. No. You don't hear it anymore. So, so again, repeat the precaution, because you brought up HIV as well. What are the precautionary measures that people can take uh, to make sure that they they protect themselves against HIV? I guess starting with testing. Yeah, and see now the testing you can get through Marion County Health Department. Uh, uh, they will uh, have settings at different churches where they'll do instruction and at the same time prevent, uh, present you with a HIV testing box. It's a kit. Mm-hmm. And it's free. Now, if you go to, I, <laughs> this is what I did. I checked the uh, Walmarts, Walgreens, and 
CVS, and they, they sell the test for forty nine ninety nine. Oh, goodness. You, you, can't you get that free, uh, Tina, uh, that's uh, from the government? Right, from Marion County Health Department. Mm. Uh, and They're doing training sessions, and I'll be talking about it more on uh, on on my oh, wow. show. On mm-hmm. my show, and the Indiana Minority Health Coalition is really pushing hard because the HIV pandemic is in the black community with my sisters. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So don't share needles. Uh, no, make sure that you don't, test. Don't uh, do that. Don't and do if, not have unprotected. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. And if you're doing these things, be sure to get yourself tested for HIV mm-hmm. because they've got treatments. To, and you used the word correctly, bringing your lo- your blood level and and mm-hmm. intact in where you can't you can't detect it, but at the same time, it lets you know you need to change whoever or whatever relationships you have. Yeah. Or get that person to begin to take on the kind of treatments yeah. and, and services to keep you alive and keep you healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Dr. Brown, what a wonderful, wonderful uh, way to start the year. So glad on the you show. called. I'm so glad you called as well. And, and just such an important life-saving reminder uh, that you bring to us here yeah. at the show about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I might add there's another area, but that's another show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we need to get more engaged with our health and a whole lot more engaged with our civic uh, involvement. Oh, that's uh, a whole nother. I know. Yeah. With, the, with the election coming up, presidential oh, election coming up. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, yes, indeed, indeed. indeed. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll do something the devil won't do for you all. You know what that is? Leave us alone. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dr. Brown, thank you again. Yeah, happy New Year. And thank, thank you. And thank you and Happy New Year to Indeed. you. Okay. And we'll Bye. be back with more Community <laughs> Connection right after this. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. I'm Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. We're kicking off uh, 2024, first show of the year. And my goodness, could we have had a better guest, a better first guest uh, than the incomparable, the incomparable. Yes. And, uh, you know, AJ and I were just talking in the break about how worldly uh dr brown is i mean he he speaks from what he knows i mean he's been to yeah. every corner of the unit every corner not the universe uh, of the planet uh everywhere on earth and and has studied lived learned and and knows you know he and just, he's over he, 80 years old i mean uh, that speaks for something right mm, there i mean everybody who reaches those mm, older ages mm, um has not found wisdom but dr brown has oh my goodness um, even if you I was going to say, even if we don't agree with everything that he, you know, anybody says, nobody agrees with everything. Most of what he says is through wisdom, and, and you know, he's a sage. He's he's someone who's gone, like you said, and he knows what he's talking about. Knows what he's talking about. Hey, uh, what we talked about right off the top, uh, welcome back to the show. Thank you for tuning in for 2024. Uh, as you know, we have a new location and a brand new phone number to boot. It goes with the new location, our brand new phone number. Uh, and I'm going to be saying it quite a bit until everybody kind of catches the rhythm of the new number for Community Connection, and that is 317-972-3008, 317-972-3008. 
317-972-3008. And uh, James, as you were saying, uh, Dr. Brown has, uh, oh, uh, AJ and I were talking about over 50 years um, yeah. Operation Breadbasket presents Harambe. I mean, my yeah. goodness, fifty years. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, just to continue my line of thought mm-hmm. uh, about age, um, you know, everybody that's that's that reaches eighty, ninety, so in some rare cases, a hundred, uh, is not wise. But um, you know, and then some some young people, which is rare mm-hmm. too, become wise. But mm-hmm. He just has wisdom yeah. because he's, you know, because he's, he's been a uh, part of the reason is he, he's, he's been around a long time and he's studied and he just has that wisdom, you know, mm-hmm. and, and not to mention what his family has meant to the community. But I, I just, you know, listen to him all the time and, and try to take in some some nuggets of what he's talking about. Such a student of yeah. life. Such a student yeah. of life. 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008. That is our new number uh, for Community Connection. And again, uh, we thank the the, the wise uh, and always learning, always educating us, uh, Dr. Thomas Brown. Or as he said, Tom Brown. Okay, well, Tom Brown, <laughs> Tom Brown. Uh, James, uh, we, we talk about the fact that 2024, a new year, and, and you know, the health. Um, uh, admonitions that we've all shared with our, our listeners. And we want everybody to be well. We really do. Yeah. Uh, and um, Dr. Brown brought up a good point about HIV. We talked about uh, COVID, uh, the flu, uh, RSV, just all the respiratory, you know, the, the seasonal viruses and things of that nature. Um, but as you know, which is, I, I guess, I don't know, it doesn't always happen around the new year. But one of the things that does happen uh, every new year, and I listen to these, and I just chuckle. New Year's resolutions. Have you heard? <laughs> do you have? Do you? I, do you have friends or family yeah, members that yes, are perennials? Yeah. Friends yeah. or family members who perennially well next year and my New Year's resolution. I just look at. I'm like, y'all don't do it. <laughs> you don't. You don't they, do. They, what they are you talking it, about? And then they go what? A couple of days. A day or it? two. Yeah, and you know what? I, I looked it up. I looked it up, James, and mm. uh, it was a recent Research uh, company that that uh, you know that takes audience you know polls and things of that nature. Can you guess how many New Year's resolutions are kept every year to the end of the oh, year? There's got to be uh, oh the, the ones percentage, that are kept? the percentage, uh, yeah, the percentage of New uh, Year's resolutions. Uh, I'm just gonna guess, okay? Mm-hmm. I'd say. 15%? Am I close? You are close. 10% or less. That's what the oh researchers say. Less. Actually, it said less than 10%. So, you know, it's close like 9.9. So roughly, uh, if, if 10 people are standing there making a New Year's resolution, less than one person is going to carry it all. The, or one. Let's let's round it out. One person will, will make it. The other nine are going to lose it away. So why make one? Yeah. Well, it's I make a, a New Year's resolution. An exercise in futility. Yeah, well, I, mm. you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to... I mean, it's it's nice, it's it's wonderful, and it's a blessing. It's beyond a blessing to, to get another year, the start, you know, the official start of another year. But, yeah, I, I take it one day, one week, one hour. I take it a little bit at a time because there's no reason to set myself up and say, oh, darn, I didn't make it. Well, maybe next year, maybe 2025, I'll make a resolution and keep it. But uh, yeah, these New Year's resolutions are hilarious you have you have people that do that every year that 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 you know that 
determination of, of, of mind comes in. You're going to say something, mean what you say, and say what you mean. That's what my mother used to say. Mm-hmm. If you're going to say something, mean what you say, and say what you mean, and then do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's and, – and, well, and it takes work is yeah. what it does because – uh, you know, when you when you start to slip a little bit, your mind, the other part of your mind that's against yeah. what you're trying to do will yeah. tell you, oh, you'll never make it. Oh, you, you can't do it. You might as well just give up anyway. You did good for as long as, as, long as you did. I, I think the key is managing expectations and setting realistic ones as opposed to setting ones that are so lofty that there, nobody could do it. So uh, 317-972-3008, 317-972-3008. is our brand new number for our brand new place right down here on Monument Circle for Community Connections and the Indianapolis stations of Radio 1. Happy to be here. Happy to have our new number. It's starting to, you know, it's it's starting to settle in. 317-972-3008. It's different, but it's working. You know, it's working. We know it's working (laughs) because people are calling (laughs) it. So, Um, But we talked about you know new year's resolutions we talked about uh hospitals uh the government and county hospitals uh area hospitals uh setting up uh visiting restrictions due to the you know the mass not mass but the rising number of hospitalizations and the rapidly spreading uh viruses that are out there uh as uh, as marvin mentioned um our homicide rates, um, I did read that. They were the lowest uh, here in the city of Indianapolis since 2019. Uh, yeah. the, the flip side of that is police action shootings were up in 2023. Juvenile murders were up in 2023. And handgun violence and handgun incidents in general were up in 2023. So homicides, as uh, as law enforcement has, has shared with us so often, um, are are bad. Uh, and and that, that is the end. I mean, that's the end of life actually but it's not always the best indicator of how crime how your community is doing in terms of crime uh so while our homicide rate went down other things went up other things of concern went up including handgun violence in general and those juvenile murders those juvenile murders so um juvenile, yeah. homi- juvenile homicides yeah juvenile homicides. i mean like marvin said if, if we could get it mm-hmm. i mean they dropped it off by a third i mean if we're starting if we have a little over 200 uh, homicides a year, or, yeah, 200 homicides. Some of them are what they call justified homicides, Tina, where, um, you know, uh, persons are killed. We just had one recently, uh, you know, by other... Well, there was a yeah, there was a. a what are you talking about? The uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. The, no, uh, no, no, the, 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 the home invasion. The, the reported the attempted home, the reported attempted home invasion, where that just happened within the last 24 to 48 hours, where yeah. the uh, homeowner uh, shot and killed the would-be home invader. Um, yeah. Well, the home invader, they, the the person died uh, later at the hospital, but the homeowner shot him. Yeah, exactly. And, and so, I mean, there there are a number of those that yeah. add to that over 200. So, I mean, the 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 number of homicides, one person killing another because they don't like mm. them or whatever, mm. for whatever mm. uh, 
silly reason, uh, that's under 200. But if you add in those justified homicides, it's over 200. But what I was trying to get at was what Marvin said, caller Marvin said earlier about how Baltimore lopped off one-third of theirs. If we were to lop off one-third, it would be down in the just over 100 range, you know, 100 to uh, 150 range if we were to lop off a third of uh, the the homicides that we have. And that could be done if everybody were together, just to echo what Marvin was saying. So, yeah, you, you, you're, you're absolutely right that, you know, we, we can do better on this and people are trying to work together. I saw um, Reverend uh, Reverend Harrison, the, the 10-Point Coalition, mm-hmm. uh, mean, I, I saw him say, you know, we, we need more cooperation um and he wants even the 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 justice system including the prosecutor the 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 the, the judges and the and the laws to be tougher so he thinks uh just to kind of relay his thoughts and not saying you know i i know what he i i know where he's coming from totally but just just to reiterate what he's saying tina he wants tougher tougher justice system mm-hmm. because i think what he thinks and he can speak for himself that a lot of the uh, a lot of these things are committed by people who have done this before and get out and do it again that's just him you know so mm-hmm. um that's one one area but a lot of it is the choices the poor choices that are being made by the people involved in these shootings and other things yeah um and and you know what it's uh you know, tougher, tougher. And and I, you know, I would like to find out more about what Reverend Harrison believes in that vein, because he's been out on the front lines and we have not. Walking. He's been out walking year after year, week after week, day after day. So I would really, uh, yeah, like to uh, find out a little bit more about that, because, you know, that 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 method, that that template hasn't seemed to doesn't seem to work as well as you know as we would hope it would but i so i'm curious as to what part of that that he thinks might work um, yeah and that, that's why i need to yeah. like marvin said look at baltimore what is working mm-hmm. over there what yeah what, what's working yeah. what what is what is bringing it down if it's not you know, uh, yeah, toughness uh, in law yeah, enforcement. Yeah, law what enforcement. is it? Is, yeah. it? is it communities working together? And what does that mean? It's like they're buying in. Is it more resources in poor areas and low, low, low income areas? Um, I mean, how yeah. do you stop people? I keep getting on my ring alert all over the holidays, Christmas, all the way through New Year's, uh, especially around the Crown Hill area, Rocky Ripple, mm-hmm. that area just saw, uh, south of the Balt, uh, bus butler university um people guys just trying cars and trucks and you know this is from like 1 a.m to like 6 in the morning they're just walking through neighborhoods trying to open i mean what do we do and and part of it i think people at the urban league would say uh and naacp uh you know would say hey what we talked about at the beginning more resources, more, you, you know, you've got to bring up the resources. Is that one, is is that it? I, you know, I, I do not claim to be the expert. 
No, none of us do. None of us do. That's why we call in the experts. Uh, 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008. Our new phone number to call in to Community Connection is 317-972-3008. Have some callers on the line. Uh, if you stay right there, we got to squeeze in a very quick commercial break, and we'll be right back uh, with the second half of Community Connection right after this. WTOCAM, W236CR, Indianapolis, keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection, brought to you by Child Advocates, your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And we're back with Community Connection, heading into our second hour. Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. Community Connection, uh, a new location and a brand new phone number. Our new Community Connection phone number is 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008. If you'd like to join the conversation here on Community Connection, Tina Cosby, James Patterson are here today for the remainder of the show. 317-972-3008 is our brand new phone number write it down 317-972-3008 uh james let's go back to the phone line sandy go ahead how are you hi happy new year's everybody well happy new year to you right yeah thank you it's been awesome it's been awesome listen i want to share something that would help our health the man that said i forgot his his name, but uh, he's always calling in about his stroke and everything. There is Marvin. a method Marvin. that you can. Mar, was it Marvin? Marvin, yes, yes it's Marvin. Marvin. Oh, okay. Marvin, do this and anybody else to my black brothers, brown brothers, white folk listening, uh, whoever, Asian brothers and sisters, and white brothers and sisters too. Um, it, and I've been using this. It's called the. Andrew, and that's, I'm going to spell his last name, W-E-I-L-M-D, okay? And Google Dr. Andrew, whatever, if it's wheel or while, however it's pronounced, 478 breathing technique. Now, Google it. It's going to explain exactly how it works. I've been using this for several years when I come upon it. You take a deep breath, and you hold it. You, you take like uh, hold like you're taking a breath and count of four. You hold it for seven seconds. You let it out for eight. Last time I was at the doctor's office, I was dealing with crazy driving that I was like, oh, my God, am somebody going to hit me? My blood pressure was off the roof. So they had me sit, and I said, okay, I got to do this for seven, eight. They came back ten minutes later. And it was down. Mm-hmm. And I'm on now. I'm on medication though. But when I first started this, I was on two medications. Now I'm only on one. Oh great! Um, and and when they tested my blood sugar, my, not my blood. I'm sorry, my blood pressure. I also have diabetes. But when they tested my blood press pressure the second time, perfect. Hmm. And just using this technique. So Google it, and it will tell Google it because it will kind of explain what it, how it works. Mm-hmm. And I I use it. And I tell you what, because we're all the stress that we go through, 
when you're stressed out, do the four, seven, eight, and you will feel it. You know, do it for several times. I'll do it for four or five times, depending, until I'm, you know, get settled and okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, there's a lot to I be said about, yeah, about the therapeutic nature of uh, deep breathing, just taking... Uh, you know, exactly. a couple of deep breaths and, and then letting it out, you know, inhale and then let it out, you know, through your mouth. And yeah. that seems okay. to relax your but body. Be, yeah. Mm-hmm. But being in the doctor's office and having someone clinically knowing what they're doing, mm-hmm. take my blood pressure, was concerned, had me sit there for about 10 minutes. I'm mm-hmm. like, OK, I know what I need to do. Come back. And mm. then it was normal. It was okay. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's mm. helpful. So, yeah. That's important. Yeah, that is. That's important. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good reminder, uh, Sam. Very good reminder. Uh, yeah, and she, that's empirical. Enjoy family. Well, you too. Uh, thank you, Sam. <laughs> You too, indeed. 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008. The new phone number for Community Connection is 317-972-3008. Uh, feel free to call it, 317-972-3008. Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. Our first show of the new year. The first show of 2024. You got to love it. You got to love it. So, uh, <laughs> Uh, so, James, we talked about, um, you know, health. Uh, we talked about, uh, you know, crime. Uh, talked about New Year's resolutions that I don't know why people make them, but they do. <laughs> I, I shouldn't say. And, and Tina, on the, on the health uh, story we were talking about, about, you know, local hospitals, Dr. Virginia Kane, mm-hmm. um, you mm-hmm. know, letting them know that uh, they must follow these procedures, these guidelines, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know, including, um, you know, if you got symptoms of one of these diseases, fever, cough, headache, muscle, joint pain, again, sore throat, runny nose, nope, do not go visit anyone at the hospital, no visitors under 18. And by the way, we talked about Eskenazi, but also uh, within her uh, uh, domain uh, that, that have to uh, adhere to these rules, guidelines, community health network, that's community east, community north, community south, Franciscan Health, Indianapolis, Ascension, St. Vincent, Indiana University Health, and of course we talked about Sydney and Lois Eskenazi Hospital yeah. there downtown. Yeah, the best thing, uh, the, there was some good advice on those notices that before you go to, to check on somebody, or check the hospital's website or call them and find mm-hmm. out so that you don't get turned away or get upset or yeah. when you find out that you're not going to be allowed uh, to visit and frankly, uh, those guidelines. Uh, if you're feeling a certain way, sniffy, so it's mm-hmm. not it's not just the hospital, although that's important. But don't go anywhere. Stay home from work. <laughs> Nowhere. Uh, don't go to a party. You know, stay home and take care of those symptoms until they go away because you don't want to you don't want to be spreading things like that. So, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, James, uh, the upcoming legislative session uh, it's going to be a short one, uh, yeah. probably intense in a lot of ways. Maybe not so much in others uh, given the GOP supermajority we don't know uh, but uh, we're going to be keeping a close watch on that and uh, hopefully we can make sure that we continue with our um, weekly visits with the IBLC Indiana Black Legislative Caucus uh, they are very good about getting a member or two uh, to us uh, once a week uh, yeah, if and, they and can they're informative. They're very and informative if, if we if we can get to the point where we can get back to mm-hmm. a more balanced legislature where there are 
not just so many uh, uh, supermajority of uh-huh. one party, uh-huh. um, then we will need everyone's participation in the voting process yeah. To, yeah. To, to join us in the voting process. And um, it was just like the, the example for people who don't believe it can happen is uh, 2008 when um, uh, uh, more African-Americans voted yeah. in the election for uh, presidency and Barack Obama became the first African-American president in the United States history uh, than uh, than other peoples, uh, mm-hmm. than, than whites, Asians, uh, yeah. Hispanics. African-Americans was the largest uh, mm-hmm. voting bloc. So it can be done if people decide to, to do it, do their yeah. civic duty. And yeah. vote. Yep, 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 indeed. 317-972-3008 is the new phone number for Community Connection, 317-972-3008. James, uh, you know, while we were away, um, a story broke. Uh, remember we had been talking about that Indy 11 uh, mm-hmm. construction site right for uh the india the stadium and there was a controversy uh that we thought may have been mitigated uh due mm-hmm. to the fact that the uh the 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 stadium was is expected to be built right there where uh it's believed that the green the former green lawn cemetery uh was located green lawn of course being uh the, was believed to be what the city's first and only uh cemetery for african americans one of the first and and uh, there were a number of war heroes uh, buried mm-hmm. there. Civil war heroes buried there. Well, um, apparently, James, uh, there was a an article um, in the paper. Uh, you know, well, news broke that human remains were found uh, at that construction site where the former Greenlawn Cemetery was. Uh, yeah. So that means something there. It, it it definitely does. Can I say? emphasis here oh my god i mean this story hit me when i saw it you know through the break and did not people like eunice trotter of landmark yes yes uh, everybody tried to and tell others i seen a guy uh, i saw a guy on television who was uh, uh contacted about this story and he you know i don't i didn't catch his name but you know, forgive me sir but he, he was very knowledgeable about green lawn cemetery did they not tell them there were bones in that place and then they started the uh the excavation the construction of yeah. the nd11 yeah, uh, soccer team stadium did yeah. they not Tina? yeah 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 and, and that's what they found were bones well you had uh, maggie lewis the majority leader of the city county democratic majority leader on and she said i remember just like it was yesterday she said and you it was about two weeks ago or so the last time of the year that you interviewed a the, her mm-hmm. for you know mm-hmm. telling us what the city county council uh had done in its last meeting mm-hmm. and she was like if they find bones human remains they are to stop right there they are to stop and they did uh, well, they, they, they have to, uh, according yeah. to uh, uh, law. The law makes yeah. it, everything has to, it, it shuts down, it comes to a halt. They, Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, but what yeah, did, absolutely. did they think that they were not going to find human remains there? I don't know. I, I'm saying it's, it was a cemetery. People were telling them that it was a cemetery, and here they found human remains. Look, I want all this 
um, revitalization, this construction downtown to go ahead to. I want us, you know, our skyline to reflect the great city that it is, and it looks like it's coming. But we should not be building a stadium until these remains are located and either marked off so as not to be touched or uh, moved to a site that is, um, you know, uh, that is uh, agreeable to the, the survivors. And, and there are some still of the people who are uh, laid to rest in that area. And I just, I, you know, we, they kept telling the city that it's there. Now we have proof that human remains are there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They need to get together with the Indiana the Department of uh, Natural Resources, DNR, Division yeah. of Historic mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Preservation and Archaeology, mm-hmm. the Landmark Center, people like Eunice Trotter, and figure this out. Yeah. You, you're not going to put a soccer stadium on top of a historic cemetery. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't think they're yeah. going to be able to do it. But the, I think they thought that they yeah. had a certain area sectioned off. And again, um, our new phone number, 317-972-3008. Our new Community Connection phone number, 317-972-3008. I think that they they... they they, I, I don't know if they thought they were just whistling Dixie or what, because they were like, well, if we have to stop, we will. But we, we, yeah. we pretty much think that we've located this area probably was here and we're not going to dig there. And this is the part where we're going to be digging and this part right here. And if we do happen to come across something, we will stop. Well, guess what? Y'all came across something. And guess what? Y'all have to stop. So, yeah, that's right. What are you going to you know, you weren't listening. I mean, you know, maybe. Um, they they got away from a certain area or didn't didn't you know didn't start construction or move their construction from a certain area. I think that was the compromise, wasn't it, James? The compromise was that they would only go to a certain area because this area over here was believed. But the problem is because it was primarily African American, a whole lot the best records in terms of the grid and where everything there there are none. You know they weren't exactly yeah. so it's just an approximation now. It, it's an approximation, and they don't know what they're digging. I mean, because that, it was not marked. It was a cemetery for African Americans. Yeah. Many of them are not marked. I mean, we've got cemetery in the South. Our family, um, my great grandparents and great great grandparents are in there, and my cousins and uh, my aunts and uncles who passed mm-hmm. on. And you know, it's a, it may be a little marker, you know, about the size of a, 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 a you know, maybe a. Uh, I'd say maybe five by seven inch, uh, you know, book, mm-hmm. not very big at all um, to mark where mm-hmm. they've been laid. And that's that's kind of the what was happening then. You just didn't get these big markers like you see in other cemeteries like Crown Hill and stuff like that. It's a black cemetery. I mean, let's be for real. So they need to find out where those bodies are and not just continue on. I'm going to drive down there. I better not see um, them gigging down there or else I'm going to let people know that it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you what, um, right now it's stopped though, right? Everything is stopped. Uh, let's see. Uh, the story I read said it stopped, but I'm reading this update. Let's see. Mm-hmm. In case, uh, in case of, I'm reading from this Indianapolis Star article, it's dated uh, January 2nd, so that was the, the day after New Year, Tuesday. In case of such an uncovering of remains during digging, state code, as you said, Therese, requires the pause, P-A-U-S-E, the pause mm-hmm. of digging and the approval of an archaeological plan before 
uh, approved before it can resume, before it can resume. These plans must include mm -hmm. a recovery plan for how human remains will be treated if they are discovered during construction. I understand you want to put a, a, a first-class stadium down there for soccer, a growing sport around the world, but those are human remains and they need to be put away somewhere. Really, they should mark it off. And, you know, wherever that cemetery is, there should be no nothing played on there. I mean, that's a sacred ground, but that needs to be worked out with the, with the survivors and with the people uh, like uh, uh, Ms. Trotter and uh, people who are, you know, really, con really uh, have done a lot in this issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it would be curious and curiouser to find out how they plan to proceed because I, you got to believe though that James at some point in time they're going to want to get back but they're losing money every day that those machines sit idle they are I know I but know. they they're wouldn't gonna, listen gonna... in advance so would they no but it's up to people who care and there are plenty of them mm -hmm. to, to to keep it in front of our faces you know are you digging there this uh this quote goes on to say for, before they can commence digging in they must detail how an archaeologist will monitor will monitor areas with a high probability for burials, detail the field methods for recovery of remains, laboratory processing mm -hmm. and analysis and reporting, and a detail commitments for reinternment. In other words, putting yeah, those gotta uh, remains, yeah. But yeah, remains at another local cemetery. Or, you know, they got to work it out with, with the survivors because... I hate to say it, somebody can bring legal action uh, for removal of their loved ones without their consent. So, Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they, they, what did he say? I try, as your parents, you said, I tried to tell y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so now you, you, know, you can't hear me, you can feel me. And I, I, I think that you. I tried to tell you, and you, the, the cost and uh, just the, the delays and everything else, it's just all off the charts now if they are yeah. following the law. Uh, That's right. But, um, yeah, and you know, it yeah. would be, I would be really interested to find, you know, that that's a black. Uh, a black person that they found right i mean you got to believe that that's who else would it be yeah who else would it be especially with the history the historical uh documentation that that green lawn cemetery mm -hmm. existed in that area right there yeah where they put black people i mean it's just the way it is that, that that's history i mean that's what the some mm -hmm. in the legislature not all thankfully not the majority did not want uh uh Indiana students to learn. That's black history. That's black history. 317-972-3008. Our new number for Community Connection is 317-972-3008. Again, the new number for Community Connection is 317-972-3008. And, you know, not to belabor a point, beat a dead horse, so to speak. I, I, I kept thinking in the in at the back of my mind i was wondering how long it was going to be before they rolled up on a body i really was i was going to say tito i mean we had just signed off um you know a week before that for mm -hmm. the vacation and here comes i saw that story my eyes almost came out of my head and I said now what mm -hmm. did tina say what 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 did Eunice say i mean come mm -hmm. on this mm -hmm. is they told them that it was going to be there that those bodies were going those remains were going to be there and they they found them here they are. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I don't know, yeah. but um, yeah. 
I, you know, the fact that the the whole thing could, you know, uh, it, it's going to have to be. I mean, how long do those processes and procedures? How long do you think they'll take? Uh, Tina, they got to pause it. They've got to get an archaeologist to monitor the areas. They uh, need a plan, a recovery plan for how human remains will be treated if they are discovered during construction. Mm -hmm. They need to detail the field methods for recovery remains. I mean, they've got to figure out how many people are in there. And that's best done by talking to uh, people like the young man that I saw being interviewed. I'm sorry I didn't get his name. And, and Eunice Trotter and mm -hmm. uh, Landmarks. Uh, and the historical, the Indian Historical Society, they've got to find out where the parameters, if they can, you know, dig up and find drawings, uh, yeah. you know, uh, records, uh, internment records, yeah. where, where where they put people in the ground. There must be records somewhere, although I wouldn't put it past it to be no records of um, Yeah, well, of the, that's the, more likely than not. Yeah, few, right. few to uh, know, yeah. so we'll, we'll see. We shall, we shall soon see. So, uh, James, also right as we were leaving at the uh, the end of the year, into 2023, we saw the uh, uh, Chief Taylor step down from his role as chief, although he remains with the department in a new capacity. Um, anyone heard anything about uh, who the... Re and by the way, we have a new telephone number, 317-972-3008, 317-972-3008. Three zero zero eight is our new community connection call in phone line three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. So the the search is on. The mayor uh, has a difficult task uh, ahead uh, in appointing a new police chief. Any word on uh, you know who some of the front runners might be or may not be? Have you heard anything along those lines? No, I mean he's keeping it close to the chest. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that he, uh, the mayor, uh, with all respect to Mayor Hawk said, I think that he, in this instance bowed to pressure he didn't he, you know i mean to his credit he didn't when um uh, concerned clergy and some of the uh, other people were mm -hmm. calling for uh baptist ministers alliance and some and some of the uh, people were calling for the resignation and then removal mm -hmm. of uh, uh chief taylor former chief taylor um and he didn't bow at the at the at at the at when they immediately called for it, but he did eventually. Uh, I mean, Chief Taylor told us with his own mouth, with his own lips, he was praying that you know whatever when he went in the, with the meeting with the mayor, whatever you know God had next for his life, it, it would be you know something that 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 he that that you know that God wanted for him, and so he was removed. I mean, let's just face it, he was he was. Uh, removed because they had the meeting and the mayor said through uh, um, chief former chief Taylor's own lips that he wanted to go in a different direction. So, um, you know, I, we'll see if this resolves, um, you know, placates or solves, solves mm -hmm. solutions, solves the problem that uh, some of his, uh, mm -hmm. some of chief Taylor's, uh, antagonizers or yeah. some of those who are against him, well, um, you yeah. know, we it, it was see. interesting reading some of the statements uh, from some community groups uh, that said that uh, the fact that Chief Taylor was removed uh, from office does not solve the problems. And I thought that was yeah. interesting. You know, I'm not going to, there, there were about three, two or three of them. I'm not going to go into, you know, just naming each one or what have you. But uh, they all took the position that that was not the answer uh, and that there there's more than that that needs to be fixed. 
Uh, and I thought that was interesting. That, and a uh, lot of people f- uh, felt that way. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. people came forward and said, you know, it's 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 the people. It's not all his problem. Mm-hmm. He, he may have done some things. Uh, Officer-involved shootings mm-hmm. uh, went up under him. Actually, officer-involved shootings went up. If you want to look at it another day, another way. After the deputy was uh, strangled to death when he was transporting yeah. a prisoner, if you yeah. look at that timeline, right after that, mm-hmm. officer-involved shootings went up. So this could have been a way that the the blue line, if you will, the you know, just said, you know, we're 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 if y'all want to do that, then we're going we're armed. We're you know, in each case, when we have the opportunity under law, uh, qualified immunity, and we think we're threatened, um, that, but but. It all falls on the, you know, the, the, he's a scapegoat. So it's like one caller said, it's, the mayor's the one that, that that puts the chief in place. Why wasn't the ire of people directed toward the mayor? Uh, but in this case, they went after the chief. Mm-hmm. Um, they got what they wish. So we'll see if that solves the problem. 317-972-3008, 317-972-3008, our new number uh, for callers, the listener line, 317-972-3008, that is the number for Community Connection. James, let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, Barbara, go ahead. How are you? Happy holiday. Well, happy New Year's. I well, happy New, Year. happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. hope you had a restful time off, Miss Tina. Uh, well, um, the same to you. I I would comment on what James was saying and where he was saying that uh, the mayor, he may have, you know, been pressured to um, have uh, the chief uh, re, uh, whatever you want to say, step down or whatever, especially from the concerned clergy. And and what made me say, oh, I need to call about that is because um, not pointing out anyone specifically, but a part of the this concerned clergy that was asking the um, uh, chief to step down, um, he has a radio show of his own and a minister. And uh, he and uh, he and Mayor Hoxett used to be good friends. He would refer to Mayor Hoxett as his other brother from another mother. And something happened, and they kind of divorced themselves. Well, yesterday, mm-hmm. I, or day before yesterday, I saw on the news that they were having his um, – inauguration or something for the mayor at at the church i'm like oh my what happened they're best friends oh really at the yeah yeah one of the churches of the concerned clergy it's one of them it's one of the of the persons on the concerned clergy um all of it and i'm like Mm. oh what happened because they had quit speaking to each other nothing was happening so it probably sounds like some kind of deal was made in there some kind of way so james you're pretty much probably on point (laughs) Well, thank you, Barbara, and thank you for that perspective. We have some very astute listeners, and I'm just glad you called. Mm-hmm. Okay. All righty. Thank you, Barbara. Work. Thank mm-hmm. you. You, you. Thank you, Barbara. It is an interesting point. Interesting point yeah. there. A uh, point of fact. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I we're, we're supposed to, you know, like forgive and forget and mm-hmm. move on, but that that was an interesting observation. Very interesting. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight the new listener call in line for community connection right here on praise am 1310 and 95.1 fm is 317-972-3008 uh, joe go ahead how are you hello how's everybody doing good doing well Good. thank you how are you how doing you happy joe? new year 
doing well. I'm about to, I'm about to learn the number. Yay for me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm calling yay. because <laughs> I had heard when you guys talked about you know the, the cemetery thing back when, right? Uh-huh. It's been a minute since you talked about it, right? All right. But yeah. I'm beginning to just wonder because you know, like we get to be seniors and stuff, and sometimes our mind just goes back and begin to wonder. It's almost like the people did what they did deliberately. Because I do believe they believe, you know, money can buy what it is they want, and they kind of like take what they want to take, even though, yeah, that may be a process. And, you know, it would be good if this process causes them to have to really, really move that uh, graveyard up somewhere in uh, Crown Hill because we know probably they definitely didn't hope or wanted to be there. And that's just kind of my opinion because, again, they, like you said, we know they know all all the things they need to know about where where something is, uh, where it was, how long it's been there. They know everything else they want to know. You see what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like really uh-huh. and truthfully, they they kind of like has played that card, you know, knowing that okay, we'll go ahead on the start to do what we do, and then we'll work it whereas it'll come out for our benefit. So just feeling that way is almost again like here they go. They're gonna make a. They're gonna take that like eminent domain. Is that quite right when you make people move <laughs> that alive, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the property, right? Yeah, but yeah, you know what though? Do that. There, there, there is a. As James read, uh, thank goodness there's a state law that that kind of overrides eminent domain, <laughs> especially when it comes to the sacred, uh, you know, the sacred final resting place of uh, of, of individuals. I believe what you're saying, but a law is a law, and it's still that. I tell you, who got above the law? And he's still above the law, isn't he? And well, think about it. yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, you know, I think you're right, uh, Joe. That that people need to pay attention to this and hold their feet to the fire, because mm-hmm. I think if people just sort of forget about it and turn their heads, that uh, they will. Yeah, I've mean, seen it too many times. Go ahead and do what they want to do. And Rena, I say that it's because just like when we were trying to really get the, you know, library for Martin L. Brightwood, those people really, really did not want us to have. I live over in this area, you know. They really, really did not want us to have it. It was just like, no, you know, you don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. You just shouldn't have it. And then not only that, when 37, uh, school 37 had closed, my children, had, uh, three of them had went to the, attended that school. You know, like, that we we in our group, Oak Hill Civic Association, we floated a bond, you know, to make sure we got that building, uh, or be in charge of not getting it, but be in charge and everything. Here they go saying, yeah, uh, we're opening, but... Um, and, and and then they built that little uh, new school down on that other end. And the thing, next thing you know, a whole lot of people were in that building, which is now 37, uh, the heart of the city. But it's still like the other people that really, really had big money took it and that yeah. they're running with it. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So thank you for taking my All call. Right. Have a good, good call. Thank good you, Joe. Point, thank Joe. you. Uh, 317-972-3008. We are going to take a quick commercial break here. And uh, guess who's on the line? Jeff, you are up next right after the break. We'll be right back right after this. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. 
317-972-3008 is the brand new phone number for Community Connection right here on Praise AM 1310 95.1 FM. You are listening to Community Connection. I'm Tina Cosby. We are here today with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. Just kind of kicking it a little bit, as they like to say, James. Just, uh, you know, going over a few. Just, ki- just kicking it a little. We'll, we'll get to more structure uh, in the coming days. Uh, but right now, we're, we're taking calls. 317-972-3008. Again, our new number, 317-972-3008. And what would our first show out of the box be without a call from uh, Mr. Jeff? You, you thought yeah. you thought Dr. Brown was Jeff, didn't you? Yeah, I did. You did? I okay, did. okay. Yeah. All right. How you doing, Jeff? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Tina and James. How you doing? Happy New Year, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. Yeah. All right, all Looking right. Looking forward to a prosperous New Year. And we all, yes. Hope you all enjoy the holidays. I and did. uh I did. Good to hear yeah. your voices. It's good to be back. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yes, so, it is. Yeah, indeed. I want to talk a little bit national news. That's okay. And uh, Yeah, we haven't done anything and, uh, nationally yet today, have we, Jane? Uh-uh. Uh, haven't no, we anything. haven't. Kept it right here at home. But go ahead. We can go yeah. outside the box. Yeah, I got two things. One is we got a loser running for president who doesn't know basic U.S. history. And that one, the former governor of South Carolina, Nikki Haley. James, can I ask you a question? She knows history all too well. She knows politics better. She knows history. She knows political. Uh, what was the catalyst for the United States going into World War II? Uh, dropping uh, we were attacked by Japan on December yeah. 7th, uh, 19, uh, let me get it, 41. 19, there you go. That was real easy, wasn't it? So why was Nikki Haley having a hard time answering the question, what was the catalyst for the Civil War? Well, but when it's not politically expedient to a certain Mm -hmm. listening audience that you're trying to reach, you parse your words and you fashion your answer. That she knew, she knows she's from South Carolina, for goodness sake. She knew, <laughs> Jeff. But what people have to understand is how they're being manipulated by these politicians who are playing games. Now, the only one person I would say that didn't know was 40, 45. He wouldn't have known the difference. He, no, wouldn't, he wouldn't have known know. what started World War II, what ended World War II. You know, the start of World War II, Pearl Harbor, end of World War II, the, the dropping of the bomb. He wouldn't know all yeah. of that. He, would, he wouldn't. He'd have to think about it. But <laughs> and, someone uh, like Nikki Haley, she knew it was crafted, it was fashioned, it was focused, it was directed, and it was intentional. And she okay. she you, she stopped and she thought about it and she made her message. What? But then, but then when it backfired on her, she backtracked very quickly. And then she said, "Well, of course, so and so and such and such." She knew yeah. she backtracked on the flight. She's not stupid. She's yeah. a political <laughs> animal. Uh, she, well, if she's a political amateur, she's doing a very good job of it. Well, no, because, who is, who, well none of them, including, yeah. yeah, some of them are really messing but up. So. I just think it was just outright pandering to the far right wing. Well, well yeah, <laughs> that's exactly you know, what she was the doing. Same, the same kind of bums who want to whitewash history. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Ron DeSantis, he's a disgraceful piece of But anyway, mm-hmm. um you know, the same guy want to say that slavery was a jobs program from African Americans, you know, and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. And he weighed in on it, you know. It's, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, he acted like he, he acted like uh, exactly, Joe. He acted like 
he had never done anything to alter history as it concerned slavery or African American. I mean, you know, what you just said came mm-hmm. out of his mouth, and he had the nerve to criticize Nikki Haley. Yeah, yeah. Where books are more dangerous than, than a gun, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh. a bo- uh, in Florida, a book is more dangerous than a gun. Just ask DeSantis. He'll tell you. Yeah, he changed the course of history. Because, I, I mean, I don't know. Can a book fire? I mean, come on. You yeah, know, well, they're... You they're know. They're all political animals. They're political. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, they, they, they are a couple of animals. And uh, we know one thing for sure that uh, thank God that the Democrats are no longer the party of Jefferson Davis. But however, the GOP is no longer the party of Abraham Lincoln. So, yeah. anyway, so you know, uh, yeah, you know, they, they, they quickly throw at the fact that yes, we all know that with the Democrats, the Southern Democrats, let's be specific. The Southern Democrats who started the KKK were pro-Jim Crow, and when LBJ signed the Civil Rights Act of 64 and the Voting Rights Act of 65, guess where all those Dixiecrats went? Because they weren't very happy about that. They went to the good old GOP, and they hijacked and helped Nixon come up with the Southern strategy and all that old good stuff. So, you know, I, you know, Nikki Haley, obviously, either she's a moron or she's a liar. Well, I mean, you know, two things can be true at the same time, Jeff. And and, and that's what we have to understand about, um, especially on the GOP side. They're so duplicitous uh, and and so in search of finding that that messaging that 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 slices through to where they want to be, that they'll they'll contort themselves into whoever they need to be and whatever they need to be just to get it done. And it's it's really it's really a sad thing to watch. Uh, but it, really it is, is frustrating kind of, to watch. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. And, and, and the fact is that South Carolina was the first state to succeed, yeah. and they shot it. They, they were the ones that started the war. Yeah, so tell me but, she know, didn't know had, her history. She does. Yeah, they had Jack Fort Sumter. And they, so what do you know? They, you always want to hear this. You know, this is this thing that, that's called the uh, the the mythology of the, of the lost cause. You know, where, uh, you know, you know, it wasn't about slavery. It was about states' rights. Yeah, it was about states' rights. The right of a state to own other human beings. So, you know. I, I tell you something. Where's the black Republicans? I know you guys are scared right now. Tina and James are back on the air, and you black Republicans are hiding under your beds. You're sweating. But Jeff, when have black Republicans break? ever been in, involved in black issues? I don't understand. Well, because uh, because uh, they rather carry. They think there's some big paycheck at the end, and they carry the water for white supremacy. Well, yeah, but they, yeah, I, they, they're, they're, they're non, they're a non factor, aren't they? I mean, aren't they non, they, they never have yeah. been. Has there ever no. been a black Republican who, other than, you know, and, and he just realized at the last minute what was up and decided to get jump ship. And that's Michael Steele, uh, you know, who used to head the, uh, he's a black Republican and he did, you know, he's one yeah. of the few, but look at what it took for him to, to come around sure. because he was, but, he was drinking the Kool-Aid and, 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 and spreading yeah. the good news uh, as well. But uh, they don't, that's not, that's not their thing just because they're black. They're not going to do that just because they're black. In fact, they will do, what? they become Republicans in spite of, I, I guess, I, I don't know. Blackness does uh, not envelop them in, you know, the full black experience a lot of times. No, it just simply no, does no, not. I mean, they're special. Well, you know, Herschel Walker's special. Oh, well, well, know, Herschel. And, and, and some of your clients, I'm going to say some of your buddies who work on that same station where you guys work at, they know who, they know who I'm talking well, about. Well, they don't work at the same yeah. station. We're owned by the same group. Uh, yeah, so exactly. there's, yeah, there's, there's yeah, a you difference. you know who I'm talking yeah. about. You yeah. know, 
well-known black Republican and did yeah. a lousy job running for mayor, but that's another story. I don't know. He came but in anyway, second. He came yeah, in second. So. Oh, I, oh, I see that Abdul is getting his license taken away, his, his law licenses. Oh, is he? Did you? No, yeah, I didn't know that. Big, I didn't know that. Abdul, and, uh, and, you know, Jeff, uh, just to reiterate uh, uh, Tina's comment about, you know, every – it doesn't always look the way it is, speaking of Democrat Party, Republican Party, because you so uh, well documented how, or you so well mentioned how, that the Democrat Party split with the Dixiecrats who were with uh -huh. the, yeah. uh, you know, with Jim the racists and, and Jim Crow, yeah. But also, uh, Fannie Lou Hamer and Stokely Carmichael, they were trying to organize for the Democratic Party. They were the real Democratic Party, but the other, the majority white Democratic Party, would not let them uh, have a, uh, a, an equal say in, in what the direction that the party went towards civil rights and towards um, social rights right. and, you know, the New Deal and all that. They didn't want that. So the, well, while yeah. Stokely Carmichael, exactly. yes. Sophie Carmichael and John Lewis and H. Rap Brown and Fannie Lou Hamer, and, and they worked for the real Democratic Party. These other people represented something that, you know, did not represent the views of exactly. the, the, the yeah. millions of millions of, of, of people you know, who supported civil rights. Yeah. You know, my father, my, my father, my father, you know, another Navy guy, World War II veteran. You know, he couldn't get the GI Bill. Black servicemen who fought in World War II couldn't get the GI Bill because of the Dixiecrats. Yeah. Couldn't get yeah. it. That's right. Yeah. Couldn't get it. And, yeah. you know, so, I, you know, and, you know, uh, I mean, FDR wanted to give it to him, so mm -hmm. did Truman. But, the, you know, Strom Thurmond, that 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 creep, you know, because mm -hmm. he, he fathered a, a, a child with a black woman that he didn't want to acknowledge. And... And then he went on to join uh, the Republican Party, along with uh, that uh, Barry Goldwater, the Law and Order guy, and uh, the John Burke Society. And that's your modern-day Republican Party, the Dixiecrats, John Brown, the, the John Burke mm -hmm. Society, and uh, Barry Goldwater-like. It, 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 it was. But you know what, Jeff? Though I, I don't think that they, with all due respect, I don't think that they are today's Republican Party because oh, they no. are. No, oh, no, no, no. They're not the modern no. day Republican. I, you know, I, I know what you're saying, either. modern day. But today's Republican Party, um, oh, you know, they're they're, 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 they're they cult. basically, you know, they could they could have been the authors of what is that, the National Enquirer, you know, where there's nothing, you know, conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory, and uh, yeah, all of those. Yeah, so that's that's kind. Of the today's, well, but, 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 anyway, but, but Tina and uh, like I said, it's so great to hear you and James. But you know, Tina and James, I know you guys are every you know, you know, when trash days coming and uh, you put your trash out the, the day before, and this little furry little animal at night sneaks up on your trash and try to go through it. That's your black Republicans, you know, that animal I'm talking about, James and Tina, you know, mm -hmm. with a little black mask. You know, uh, I know uh, uh, Nathaniel uh, he, uh, Lee got on my case because I called them uh, that word that begins with a C, what I call black conservatives. And I got no problem with you being a conservative. I really don't because I got black conservatives in my family. But when you're going to co-sign with people who despise you, who want nothing for you or anybody that looks like you, I got a problem with that, Tim. I really do. I got a black. I got a problem with black folks or Negroes who want to hang out with white supremacists. I do. I, I'm sorry. You know, I, I want a black. Well, you know, that's. I, I understand you have a problem with them, but it sounds like to me the problem is theirs, uh, as yeah. opposed to. I mean, if that's if that's their choice, then you know, you know good for them. You know, but that's their problem. I mean, I don't. 
When, I, when, I, that, when that lunatic Larry comes over here, he's talking about slavery, <laughs> did black folks a favor. You know, I got a problem with that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. you, know, you know, Larry, you, you know what they did to black women during slavery. You know what they did to black children. You know, they beat black men. And you're okay, and, and you're okay with that. Yeah, you're really okay with that. Yeah. Well, All right. like somebody... Yeah. Somebody needs to make an appointment with the, the therapist. And Gene uh, and James, let's have a prosperous new year. All right, you too, oh, Jeff. You have, too. have a good one. Have a good new year. Uh, thanks for calling in, Jeff. And um, I, you know, I maybe I, I just don't. I mean, I you know, certainly not anybody I'd invite to dinner or hang out with <laughs> the people that he's talking <laughs> about because I would not agree with them philosophically or otherwise. But if that's you know that's their that's their if that's where they want to be. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, it's disappointing. It is. But everybody who is, uh, what is it? What's that old saying? Everybody that looks like us isn't always for us. Uh, yeah, you know, that's true. I think um, and I was just looking up what Fannie Hamer said mm-hmm. at the Democratic convention in the sixties. And, you know, she was representing the uh, Mississippi mm-hmm. Freedom Democratic Party, mm-hmm. and they had brought busloads of people there, and uh, mm-hmm. they wanted you know representation according to their numbers at the convention, and mm-hmm. for the people of Mississippi who sent them there, and that this was her famous saying that you know they wanted to give them two seats, Tina, two seats, <laughs> um, and her famous saying was, "We didn't come all this way for no two seats." When all of us is tired, uh, I never will forget that. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Love yeah. it. Love it. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. She was quite a force. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Steve, go ahead. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you doing? Doing okay. Thank you. Uh, I just want to comment on uh, something. Somebody, I want to piggyback on uh, this voting thing. You know, I'm sixty five, and I've been voting since I was eighteen. Good. Even though it still hasn't mattered in the community because, you know, you if you grow up in a poor community, because I grew up in the projects because my mother and father didn't raise me, so, you know, I bounced around. But I decided not to be no criminal growing up because I was locked up at 18 for something I didn't even do, and I almost got shot and killed by a cop. Mm. And uh, I talked to a lot of people because I'm a deacon in a church now. And I talked to a lot of young people and they just don't believe. That's why they won't vote, but they don't see the principle because y'all know y'all history. We ain't had a Democrat governor here since by. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and these Republicans run this state the way they want to. The policemen get away with shooting innocent people, like that young man sitting in his grandmother's driveway. Why are you going to pull your gun and shoot and kill him before you ask questions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they tried to kill him. He he survived, thankfully, yeah. but yeah, they did try to kill him. Like somebody said, I think his lawyer, they were terrible shots. They shot a bunch of time, but mm-hmm. he has been scarred for life. He was injured. 
hopefully, you know, he can get over it. Um, but you're right. They had no reason to shoot him. He was in his grandmother's driveway. Why not knock on the grandmother's? And, and they were indicted, two officers, by the uh, yeah. by yeah. Marion County. So why not knock on the door and say, is this, you know, do you know this person or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whatever? But Yeah. 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 yeah, and I, I, like I said, I've seen a lot of things mm-hmm. in this city, you know, and it's it's ridiculous how yeah. they get away with giving us something far as a case or locking us up with scars us for life for far as getting a job unless somebody really want to hire us. Yeah, absolutely. And then a lot of people, uh, kids today, they give up. Especially the ones who grew up in the neighborhood watching their fathers go to jail. Maybe their fathers didn't do the right thing, but yet still they grow up scarred and and just don't care. Yeah, yeah. And you try to talk to them, they don't want to hear what you're talking about. Yeah, we got and now you know they're killing each other. Yeah, and Steve, you know what? And I thank you for your call because you. You point up. You make a really, really good point. By the way, thank you, AJ. AJ got it. Got it down for me. All skin folk ain't can folk. Thank you. That's that's what. <laughs> that's what I was looking for, AJ. Thank yeah, you. I mean, yeah, they, all the skin folk ain't can But it points up that we still have work to do. We still have a lot of work we to do, do because we got to find do. a way to make it relevant. Okay, we all that's understand right. there are a t- thousands of reasons why it, you know people would say, "Well, I don't want to because I don't want to because we got to figure out a way to break through that and make." Make it relevant because somehow something happened in in like you say in 2008 and, and subsequently four years later that made it relevant for yeah, us to get out made there it relevant. made it relevant so maybe, yeah. yeah so we got to figure out a way to to fig to break through um you know the other uh last call let's take a let's see see if we can squeeze this one in go ahead mike got a few minutes one one about a minute go ahead hey there happy new year happy new year happy new year hi i hope you Hey, I hope everybody had a safe New Year's and uh, why all the uh, bullets was flying out. You know, it was 10 minutes, Tina, after midnight, the lights went out in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess somebody shot a, a transformer or mm-hmm. something went on that uh, I haven't heard too much out of the media yet. That might be something for you to look into out here on the Far East Side. Mm-hmm. But it, it happened right after... Ten minutes after midnight, okay. uh, and it didn't come back on. The power didn't come back on to eleven thirty the next morning. Okay, but uh, we have to make it relevant, and this is how we make it relevant, Gina. We're gonna have to uh, do what is uh, what's old fashioned. What 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 the ones that came before us done? You know, uh, first of all, tandem. Unity, mm-hmm. not trying to fire the black police chief, you know, not trying to uh, uh, step on people as you try to elevate yourself because uh, it's 2024 and 2024 is here. Mm-hmm. And guess what, people? It's not going away. November, counted on your fingers. Mm-hmm. Is that far away? Is that far away? November, the course of this country is just a few months away. Just stop and think about that for a moment. Tina and James, we made it through another calendar year. Glad we all still here. 
But let's pray for this country and pray for this world. God bless you. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, uh, Mike, and thank you for the prayers. And you know, we certainly need them. That's that's where everything starts, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But uh, but yeah, that that's the the phraseology I was looking for for Jeff. That all skin folk ain't kin folk. So everybody, absolutely, everybody, yeah. this that looks like you ain't related to you. So no, mm-hmm. but you know, Tina, it is what you said too about we've got mm-hmm. to find a way. Oh, absolutely. Get, yeah. To get pe- young people engaged. Now, they can do it. They mm-hmm. they did it. They're doing it more and more. Um like you said they they did it or we talked about in 2008, but look at 2018, 2020, mm-hmm. 2022, mm-hmm. they you know, they they did what the prognosticator said they wouldn't do, and they they returned people who represented their views um, mm-hmm. to office, and in some cases elected new ones to office. So it can be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you know another thing we haven't talked about um, uh, the the you know the, these polls and all this other stuff that you know the these, that everybody's getting excited about. I'm turning a deaf ear to them because. Half of these these coalitions, these quote unquote movements haven't even geared up and started uh, at all. And so yeah. all of your to me, all the polling and everything is a lot of white noise. I it mean, means I, nothing. it means nothing. Absolutely uh, nothing. And the so the only poll that counts is on Election Day. And we're mm-hmm. 11 months away. Yeah. I mean, this guy's mm-hmm. the one of the, the chief, the leader of the poll, the so-called polls in the Republican Party is facing 91 felony charges and four trials. Mm. And he's the leader of their party. You think things will not change? Uh, and has never won a popular vote, period. Never. Even, never even with Russian cheating, even with the yeah. Russians cheating for him. I mean, he won, but he has never won the majority of Americans. We got to believe that that's going to hold or, you know, and each time I think it got, I, I, I don't know, I have to look at the numbers. but uh, it, Well, you know, you've got yeah. people who served in his, in, in his administration saying, mm-hmm. if he's the nominee, I've never voted Democrat or I've never voted for the other party, another party, mm-hmm. but I will be doing that. Well, and those are the ones that aren't in jail, aren't they? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so one of the biggest criminal empires you'd ever want to see, and why uh, the uh, the other side isn't calling it for what it is, I have no idea. But they're going to have to start calling a spade a spade, as so, so as the saying goes, because uh, not necessarily just to stand there and call names, but to let everyone know uh, this is what is. This is your reality. This is the truth. Yeah, and this and the is reason what the why he's being challenged uh, by secretaries of state, by the Colorado Supreme mm-hmm. Court to even be on the ballot, is is because of how they read the okay. the Fourteenth uh, Amendment, Section Three. And mm-hmm. if you engage uh, an officer of the of the nation, which the president is, you engage in an insurrection. That was meant to 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 keep. The uh, the rebels, the Confederates, from ever rising to power again. That's ever. it. That's it. And so, and yeah. you know what, James? Um, we got about fifteen seconds, so uh, I'm gonna have uh, AJ start the music. We're gonna have Willie Moore Jr. up next. We want to thank everybody for listening to our first show. We'll we'll be back together on Friday. This is this short week. We'll be back together on Friday, uh, and we can get into some more stuff. Uh, have a whole lot more to talk about, James. Once again, Happy New Year. Don't forget our new number, 317-972-3008. 
Thanks, everybody. Thank you again, James. We'll see you again on Friday. My pleasure, Tina. Thank you. Yes, and you've got a show tomorrow. Got a show tomorrow, too. Yeah, got a show tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. All right. We'll see you tomorrow.